Hello and welcome to this second episode of Two Temples. My name is Shay Kamrichka, and on May 29th I had the pleasure of talking to Finn Mertens in Colorado about how psychedelics and meditation helped him overcome some personal battles, along with many other topics. I had a lot of fun talking to him, and we plan on having more conversations in the future. We ended up talking for over two hours, so I'm going to split the conversation into two parts, around an hour each. Thanks to everyone who gave the first episode a listen. I appreciate the feedback. If you have a comment or would like to reach out to share your experiences on the show, please email me at twotemplespodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. <laughs> they ended up like, oh, we'll, we'll get it covered and everything. And I was like, you know, I, I don't mind helping, but let me know because I make plans based around my set schedule, you know? Yeah, work seems to be funny like that, hey? Like, I, uh, right. I got laid off a couple weeks ago. And then... Yeah, you were telling me that. What happened? Well, we just sort of... I work construction, so it's kind of a mm-hmm. iffy time right now, but... Um, oh, yeah, I got it. So basically, we're just waiting for another piece of equipment to come in for me to run. So I was off for a couple okay. days, and... Well, he, he told me that I'd be off for, like, two or three weeks or something, and then... Um, right. So this was on a... A Friday, I believe, and then a week went by, and then on the next Friday, I got a phone call at eight in the morning, and uh, oh. he's like, "Hey, no, it was on uh, on Saturday." He called me, uh, yeah, eight in the morning on a Saturday. He's like, "Hey, you want to come to work?" It's like, uh, <laughs> "Not really." So I uh, went. I ended up going in on the Monday after that, but it was just like, that's all the heads up I get. <laughs> Just weird. I guess so, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But what what do you do? Well, right now I'm working at a, at the seven eleven, like right up the street from my house. Okay. Um but the roofing company is in the area and they come in just about every day. And uh, I'm actually I was actually in the middle of filling out an application for them, but if I actually get the job there, I'll start out at fifteen an hour. Right on. Roofing's good. Mm-hmm. You like the heat? Yeah. This is yeah. Yeah, I'm a southern boy. I know how to handle all that. <laughs> okay. Where are you from? I'm originally from Georgia. Georgia? Okay. Yeah, we're in the same time zone, right? Obviously. It's 11-11 right now. 11-11. Yep. Haha, yep. make a wish. <laughs> well, you're making them all come true, sweetheart. <laughs> I suppose so, eh? <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of psychedelics are you into? Well, I'm into just like I I'm, I really want to explore everything, but my favorites are LSD and mushrooms. Okay, yeah, I feel you there for sure. Those uh, are also the easiest ones to come across here in Colorado too. Yeah, I, I I feel like they're kind of the easiest in general for the most part. Like I've ne- <laughs> I've never came across mescaline or or um, anything like that. And, Kind of had to search for DMT, but the other two kind of just kind of fall into your lap if you if you even think about them. But yeah, I was lucky to try DMT because like I do like I'm not like you know like oh where's it at let me find it you know da, yeah da, da, da. I'm you know I let it come to me and when I did I was 21 so about two years ago now okay but a friend of mine that was like uh, it was like my friend's uh, sister's baby daddy. Okay. And I like I was out on the porch and he just comes out one morning, he's like, Hey, you wanna smoke some DMT? And I was like, Alright. <laughs> Did you know what it was at the time or? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've done plenty of research. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at that time was so about 
a year, I believe, a year or two before that is actually when I started studying and researching psychedelics and how they could help me. Right. Um, and, like, what kind of things were you looking for help with? Um, my mental health and also connecting with the mother and connecting with myself. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. I, I'm the same way. Um, nice. So, w which did you find more helpful, mushrooms or LSD? Mm, I think there's, a, you know, I think it's a very fair mix between those two and me. DMT is really, like, really what, like, topped it off, sort of. Um, well, okay, so I get, it sort of helped me break through into having that thought process, but... DMT did? Mm, yeah. Yeah, okay. Kind of uh, opened your mind to that, in, in a way? Definitely, yeah. definitely. As far as um, LSD and shrooms, though, because I, I usually use them both at the same time. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you like to mix? Like you, you mix them, or you sort of like do a mushroom trip so, and then acid trip, and then like, like do you use you know, them? Um, so I'll do like the last time I did. It wasn't too long ago. The last time I did it was about a month, but I took two hundred tabs, and then I took two hundred, like two hundred UGs. You mean two hundred micrograms? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, two uh, 100 UG tabs, sorry. Okay. No, no, that's all good. Um, and then an eighth of shrooms that I just put on a peanut butter sandwich. and But, like, I've noticed that doing it together, it sort of, I don't know, it's a completely different experience, and it, it helps me think clearer. Okay. Yeah, I've only done, I've only mixed them two or three times. Uh, do you usually do the LSD first and then eat your sandwich, or right. do you... Uh, like like i i get kind of nauseous if i'm uh -huh. <laughs> eating or drinking the mushrooms or even smelling them so i uh, I, I like to make tea chug it and then when i'm done kind of having the tummy rumblies then i pop a couple tabs but i i know people are kind of the opposite when they when they mix that so just just because the time difference do, or whatever yeah when i do so i took the 200 tabs first Ooh, excuse me and then I let that sit for about, just about 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And I didn't really start feeling anything yet. Like I was starting to get, you know, like sort of warm feeling and everything. But then about 20 minutes later is when I just made that sandwich. But I made the sandwich with uh, so much peanut butter that I, <laughs> like I had to drink milk with it. But that and then just a cup of milk and I, I ate it as quick as I could because I hate mushrooms. I hate the taste and the texture and the smell. Just like you said. Yeah. But I can force myself to eat it. But I do it after, though. I do uh, LSD first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just, I, I should try it that way, too. I just, I feel like, especially if I'm already on the come up a little bit of acid and then I try to, um, mm -hmm. try to eat the mushrooms, I feel like that might spark something. So, but I don't know. Maybe next time I'll try it. Do you grind your mushrooms and mix it in the peanut butter or do you just put them on? Nope. I just. I'll even eat them straight from the bag. Like if you have some orange juice or apple juice, oh yeah, I'll pop a whole cap in my mouth and chew it up real quick, and then chug it down with apple juice. Uh, but you got to do it fast <laughs> or it gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, that that that's the part that gets me. Like if it didn't get stuck in your teeth so bad, I'd I'd be fine. But it's just like, yeah, get stuck, and then you're sort of picking at it and always tasting and stuff. I can't do that. 
But yeah. uh, if yeah. if worse comes to worse, though, I'll sandwich them between chips, and mm. and munch them. Usually, I get a like a bag of chips I don't like the flavor of, so I don't ruin the ruin the taste and <laughs> you know hate gotcha. it after. But um, gotcha. yeah. So, what do you like about mixing them? Like, do you dislike anything about them by themselves, or do you just enjoy kind of the syn- no, the synergy? I've done both. Um... I've done both separately. I have had issues uh, just using just mushrooms by themselves. Because if I eat, like, I, I have to limit myself. Because if I eat a whole eighth <laughs> or something like that, it will, like, it will make me throw up. Right. You know, and, like, the first time I did mushrooms, I ate an entire eighth and immediately threw it up. And I was like, well, that was a waste of money. Yeah, I've, I've done the same thing. Um, <laughs> drink some tea. I've and both, yeah. um, I've used them both separately. And I've had my own experiences and my own, like my my own, uh, not teaching. What's the word? Like learning experiences. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. But using them together, sort of, <clears throat> I don't. It sends it for me. It just sends it to a different level because they're coming together as one. Yeah, they and synergize well. Hey. Right. And I, you smoke weed with it too. Um, I try not to. No. I like sometimes I do if I if I'm like going too far. And I feel like I'm gonna have a breakdown or an anxiety attack or something like that, and, I'll, and then I'll go smoke a bowl if I need to. But usually I try not to because I feel like it nullifies some of the effects that I feel. Okay. Fair enough. I've uh, I've tried not smoking once for a trip um, because my girlfriend she she's like, why don't you just like enjoy the trip without like weed? And I was like, okay, like. I'll give it a go. Why not? And yeah. so I think I tried doing that with acid and it just like, I I didn't really feel it. And then I was like, okay, whatever. I'm having a hoot. And then I had a hoot and it just like, just blasted me off. And all of a sudden I was oh, tripping man. balls. And so I, I don't know. I, I should try, you know, cause you, you want to get used to it by itself too. Like DMT, yeah. especially for the first few times you want to do it by itself. Um, right. But then blasting off DMT with acid is fine. It's great. It's almost better, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Have Have you mixed DMT with anything? No, nope. I've only done it one time. Okay. And, uh, when I did, when he he like, cause I had a I had a bowl. It was like mostly ash, though. But he's like, here, you want to smoke this? I was like, sure. And he just dropped it in my pipe. It was mostly ash. And I mean, so- yeah, it was mostly. There was still a little bit of green in there. But oh, I see. So I he just put like the the free base or whatever on top of the ash, and then he yeah. smoked that. The wax. Okay. Yep. And then, so I hit it once. Like I sort of felt it. Like I, I lost my breath. And then you know I was like I was like okay it's gonna happen, and then nothing happened. So I talked to him. I was like, hey man, you know, I hit this. Like nothing really happened. And then he dropped like. If you, you know, I mean, if you imagine, like, a fat dab, like, a <laughs> fat ball, he literally dropped this whole, maybe, what's that, like, I don't know, I don't even know, like, a quarter of an inch by a quarter of an inch, just spear, <laughs> and just dropped it in there, and I ripped that, and I, like, I almost fell off my porch when I started going into everything. So, so what was it like? Explain it to me. So... It's okay. So basically, I felt like 
when I first when I hit it and I breathed it out, I felt like my soul left my body. There was just a whole <laughs> wave of of like I don't even know how to ex- like explain what I was feeling, but like my whole body tingled. I started blacking out and I almost fell off the side of the porch, so I had to go sit down and everything. But I exhaled and it just it felt like everything bad just left. Yeah, and like then, like all the anxiety like, just pulls away and all that sort of stuff. Happens. Okay, I understand I that. I felt so connected with everything. But when I actually started going into it, I went into my room and I laid down and I closed my eyes. I turned my music on. And the first thing I saw was just, I would say maybe like seven, seven or eight like lines of just legs doing the can-can dance, you know? Like the... Nice, yeah. <laughs> okay so that was starting to happen like river and dancing like, almost <laughs> not really like they were literally doing the, the the leg and then down and then the other leg and then down okay okay and then i like laid down and i was like okay and then i calmed down and i woke up i guess if that's the best word to say and i was just on this sidewalk in space and there was like these colorful fish, be- like beautiful. I remember one, it was like a Japanese koi, but it was all rainbow and it just floated right past me in space. And I'm just sitting on the sidewalk and I look straight and then there's these, uh, there's these little break-offs and there were doors on each of them. There was about five doors. Okay, and so the first door I went into, I opened it and I saw, and by the way, like I'm walking and I like, I had my cutoff jean shorts, my strange like cutoff tank top, and then a tan little backpack on my back. Hell yeah! And I was just walking, and then I went and opened this first door. I opened it to, it was just a mountainscape with a plane flying over, and I was trying to understand what that meant because I didn't know what I was seeing. You know, I didn't know what I was going to experience. Right. And I've been like I've thought about this just about every day since it's happened, but I feel like that was that was telling me that I need to leave my comfort zone because I've never left the States or anything, okay. but also my comfort zone within myself. Um, I went into, I, I closed the door, came back. I went into the second door and it was, I was just looking, like I looked in and I was in like the house that I was in, except the person that I wasn't, that I was with, wasn't the person that was in bed with me, but we were just, we were both asleep and all I remember was it was like a thick brunette girl who just <laughs> was just laying her head on me and everything. And that sort of helped that part. Like I thought about that part hard because I wasn't happy in my relationship. But I also feel like that person there is like my, my dream girl. Okay. I guess. A soulmate. Like that that yeah, that I'm supposed to be with. Okay. And I haven't found that person yet, but, you know, it'll come. Um, another one... Let's see. That was not. No, that was. Wait. Sorry, that that was behind that your was second door. You're saying? Yes. Okay. So first door was a mountainscape with a plane flying over. Second one yeah, was you like laying the, down um, with yeah. a woman on your chest, or not with her head on your chest. Okay. Yes, and then there, the in there, I was like in my house that I was currently living in, laying in my bed and everything. Okay. So everything like it, everything was you know, similar. I even checked out my room and I was like, wait a minute, what? But it was literally everything that I saw was exactly where it was in my room. Okay. 
So it wasn't even like a dream where it's like I'm in my room, but it looks different. Like everything looked the same, and you right. like you knew no, exactly it, it where you were. Exactly the same. Cool. And, but all of these were behind doors, and I was just on a sidewalk floating through. So <laughs> on my way to the third door, um, there is a big. I don't even know what kind. It looks sort of cartoonish, and I'm still trying to understand what it was. But basically, it was like it was just a whale, but it was. Like, it was shooting water out of the top of its head, out of its blowhole or whatever, and then it dipped down and under, like, it looked like water, but, like, it was in the stars and in space, you know? Okay. And then, so, it, it's it's weird, man. It's hard so, to explain. So, it's like, the stars and stuff were sort of, like, rippling and they moving, the like they were waving? Yeah. They had the properties of water. Cool. <laughs> yeah it's so hard to describe this stuff hey it's like we don't have it words is, for it, it. especially because i haven't been able like I, i'm just now finding you know i'm just now getting with people within the past year the people that understand yeah you know understand what i did and understand what i went through and it, it has been hard to describe but i've been talking to a lot of people and i promise you that my explanation when i first came out of everything was nowhere near this <laughs> yeah you almost like learn how to describe it or like over time you sort of recall things that you didn't right. sort of at the beginning right that's helped with that too what helped with that sorry i said using other psychedelics has helped with that too oh yeah in what way like um just as being as able to opening my mind and um you know looking you know seeing a new way to explain things Right. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot I'm not just like, too. Oh, no, I I went to space and I was on a sidewalk and I was walking like oh, do, 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 you know, like yeah. land sort of story. Like I've learned I've learned to explain what I saw and how I saw it and how I felt. Yeah. I I think it helps a lot too when you talk to other people who have tripped, you know? You don't feel as right. crazy when you're trying to describe this stuff and it almost comes more fluidly whereas when you're like yeah. I don't know, when you're talking to somebody that's never done this sort of stuff, they sort of look at you like, like, man, <laughs> you're on drugs, you know, like, yeah, but it's, exactly it, how but it's like an experience, exactly. you know, and right. I don't know, to say it's just drugs is, I don't know, exactly that's wrong. <laughs> that's the when, when they stop, when all of these closed minded people that like I'm telling you about that, you know, they're like, no, I, I can't do that. That's bad. And, like when you make the choice. When you, you know, when you make that, um, like, when you make that re recognition in your life that, you know, something needs to change, and then you'll be ready to open your mind. But till then, it, there, I don't see a point in trying to talk to somebody who doesn't do this stuff about this stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, have, have you been putting a lot more, um, I guess, blame on yourself instead of, like, putting it outwards no. and, like, blaming other people? You know what I mean? Like... No. Like taking more responsibility I mean, I, for your actions and stuff. Of course, but I don't blame, you know, I don't blame anybody for how they act or you know what they do or what goes on in their head because that's them. That's them as a person, and if they're ready to change that, then they will. Right. You can't force that on people. Yeah, yeah. There's this. There... I don't put no. I don't blame anybody for my choices. I the only thing I I blame myself for is that I didn't start exploring sooner. Right. Because I feel like I could be a lot farther than where I am now, you know? So, what, you said you're 23, 24? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, and you started at 21. When would you have rather started? Probably around 18. Yeah? Because I still, like, I was a little shithead when I was younger. Okay. But around, like, <laughs> I think we all 17, were. yeah, around 17, 18 is where I sort of started realizing, like, I still, you know, I still had a lot of problems to work on, and now I'm 23, this is five years later, and now I'm happy. So I, I had a lot of stuff to work on. Right. But I started my study of, them, of psychedelics and, you know, how it could help me, how it could help in my daily life, how it could help in my, you know, in my head with the problems that I was fighting because I, I still face anxiety and depression, but I have control of them now. Yeah. You know? Um, um, I wish I would have started sooner because... I feel like I would have, you know, I would have understood more. I wouldn't have been this little hothead who didn't know what was going on in the world and why I feel like this or why people are doing this or why can't people just listen, you know? Yeah, kind of opens your perspective at a at a younger exactly. age, right? Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm sort of the same way, you know. You, you, you got to look inward. You got to not blame people. Everybody's got their own life, you know, like you're everybody's got their own journey and you only learn from the experiences that you've had. Right. Like you can't really exactly. learn from somebody else's experience. Yeah, I mean, you can third person, yeah, but, but to actually like the same as them as being that person going through an experience. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's totally it's on its own different level. Um, right. But it, it definitely helps to have these psychedelics where like for me. I was definitely a shithead too. Like I, yeah. One thing that like I like about Facebook is that you can see your like memories, and like see the posts that you had in the past, and just be like, oh my god. But you see the growth, right? It's cringy and you hate it, but you see like you see your growth and like where how far you've come and like I don't know. Like I used to be so. I don't know egotistical and sort of brainwashed by the system because right out right out of high school um i sort of got into construction went to the oil field and started making a lot of money and nice. it was good but yeah i didn't learn about money at the time you know like mm -hmm. i didn't learn how to budget i was spending a bunch of money um it was just it, it was it was <laughs> it was bad for me really what I learned more was after that, when I kind of came back home and I tried to work from home, but I was still living right. in that, like, that sort of bracket of income, you know, I was still spending the money and all that. So right, right. not having the work, not having the income, it just sort of like, I learned a lot more about budgeting. I learned a lot more about being broke as hell, <laughs> you know, and it just, I grew up a lot more and right you, you sort of need those to because like you see other people going through stuff and you don't understand it right like oh just get mm -hmm. a get a better job just um you know just go to school or something but you don't understand that to go to school you need a lot of money and like if you have kids you have to put them through daycare to be able to go to exactly. school and it, it, it's it's this whole like i don't know a lot of people are stuck before yeah before you you know before you have time yeah and... But that's sort of, I feel like that's sort of where, like, a lot of people with, with closed minds is, 
you know, they may, like you were saying, you know, you, you paid your bills, you had a lot of money and stuff like that, but all you're doing is partying. Yeah. And all that. Yeah, just, so, like, just spending it all. They're, they're out there partying, but they're still acting like children, even though, you know, they're full-grown adults. Because yeah. Because you can party, you can have fun, there's no problem with that, but... When you're doing it so much, like, for me, like, I, I did that shit to the point of where I was homeless for six months. Yeah. I was sleeping under a bridge. And shit. I, like, there's people that are still out there doing that and can afford it. But when you make that choice or when you make that realization that this isn't how people are supposed to live, then that's when, I feel like that's when, you know, that's when people start to get it. It's when they don't want to be a child anymore. Yeah. I feel like we don't have kind of any rites of passage anymore. You know, like, there's nothing to yeah. say, okay, I'm a grown-up now, you know? Right. It, I don't know. It's weird. Like, the the aborigin, sorry, the aboriginals would, like, go out on, like, soul journeys and, and stuff. And, you know, when you come back, you're a man. And now you do, like, <laughs> or, or, you know, however it works. I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, there's these, like, right. I don't know things to help you grow up and like sort of teach you the no, ways yeah, of adulthood I know what you mean. and we yeah, don't have that in, in these we have college right <laughs> you know that's the, and that's what that's what the problem today though is is i feel like a lot of people they're like oh well i'm 18 i'm going to college like i'm a man now yeah but, you know they're not even close as because it's not about what you're doing with your life it's about your mental state like, are you a man in your own head? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or are you an adult in your own head? Like, are you exactly. I, I consumed mean, yeah, by yourself? Yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. I just <laughs> clarifying. Um, yeah, because a lot of people just think about themselves, right? And right. I, I think to be an adult, to like be a mature grown up, you think about, you know, your neighbors. You think about how everything works and is everything yeah. working right? Like, is this the best we can do? Is is there anything we can do better? You know, are we learning from our mistakes? Right. Are we, you know, are we enabling our problems? And, you know, are... are... Mm -hmm. There's and just... That's, yeah. So that's what psychedelics has helped me out with, bringing up your uh, your previous question. Yeah. So, like, that, like, it's given me a new perspective because I'm not sitting there, like you were saying, you know, oh, just go get a better job. Mm. I'm like okay, well, I've been in these situations. I know that, you know, people have hard times and everything like that. I, I'm, I'm not one to judge. Right. And that has helped me out a lot with that. Like, I've opened my mind to all of the possibilities that could be happening, not just what I think happens. Yeah. Well, and life has, like, so much to do with just circumstance, like where you grow up, who your parents are, who your friends are, like what school you go to. Um, who your influences are like everything is kind of I don't know not I don't want to say determined or anything like that but there's almost sort of a, a timeline you know and like you're going along that line and okay. you make your choices and yeah but but you're kind of you're kind of you your own destiny though yeah well that's where I'm saying like right it's your 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 surroundings kind of shape you but then you have to sort yep. of learn to also shape your surroundings you know exactly yep because it's not just a one-way street if you like if you sit there and 
you know, and this is sort of tying into back to where, like, you know, acting like a child or not having that, or having that child mentality. But if you sit there and you're like, oh, the world's beating me up, like, oh, the world doesn't like me, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is horrible, I can't do it and everything, that's, you know, that's that's not the right way to go about things. Like you're saying, you know, it shapes you, but it, you also shape it. Yeah, and well. you make your own destiny, you make your own path, but you have to be able to you have to be able to accept that, you know, it's not going to go your way yeah. every single time and all that. That's, man, oh, man, you're opening me up here. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is good. Yeah, we, good. I'm, I'm glad it's going good. Um, did you drink as a kid? Like, were you heavy into alcohol as, as a? Um, it was a problem of mine. Yeah. I was from about, so I was an alcoholic before I was 21. Okay. When so uh, the person I was with was 22, I think. Um, when I was about 18, and I just I got heavy, 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 heavy into alcohol. Like I was drinking anywhere from you know a full handle of Jack Daniels to three of them a day. Oh Jesus! And I, yeah, I I would drink till I puke and passed out, and I'd wake up and I'd drink some more, and then I'd puke again, and I passed out, and then I'd wake up and I'd drink some more, and I did that just about every day when I like physically like couldn't because I was so sick because you know I had alcohol poisoning but I did that for a solid three years and when I actually did get into psychedelics it it helped me like I do still drink mm-hmm. um, you know I still enjoy beer and I, I probably still you know drink too much but I have never I'm nowhere near where I was at that time yeah it's not an like, addiction anymore a beer or two beers or something like that. Or, you know, I might, I might buy, like, a, like a pint of, of whiskey or some shit and drink oh, yeah. that in the night. But I've come a long way from where I was. Yeah, I feel you. Um, when I was, like I told you, I kind of transitioned from working out in Alberta or in the oil field and came oh. back home. So I came back with a bit of money, a decent yeah. little chunk of money, actually. And my dumbass spent it all at the bar. Um <laughs> And it was just like two, three, four times a, a week, me and my other buddy that kind of did the same thing. Uh, we would just yeah. go to the bar, spend a couple hundred bucks a night, and, you know, within a few months, it was all gone because we weren't working either. And it was just, it was bad. But, I mean, I met my old lady there, and, like, we live together. We have a kid, and and it's going good. So, I mean, I just, oh, thanks. It, 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 I, I see it as... A, a learning experience, right? Because you have to yeah. not spend yeah, all your money on fucking booze. Um, right. But I, I also, like, feel like it had to happen for me to, you know, meet Holly and... I, like I it, completely, I completely understand. Like, that. it's it, it's a weird, like, fate feeling, you know? And, like, we get along so well, we sort of just, like, just started hanging out and it was it was just so like fluid and natural that like yeah we we barely even really like dated you know like we didn't mm-hmm. like go to movies and stuff and like go to dinners we did we did that like you know just because we had to eat and stuff but we we never really yeah. like went on like actual dates we just kind of hung out at the house and you know yeah but you got you guys were enjoying each other though yeah and you know that's that's you know that you don't have to I don't feel personally like I, I'm sure you feel the same way because of what you just explained. But 
personally, I feel like you don't have to go out and spend money and everything to, you know, to enjoy your time with somebody that you like. Yeah. If, if you like that, if you actually like that person and you're not being a hoe like I am, <laughs> then, you know, there, there won't be a problem if you guys just sit at the house and, and talk to each other and laugh and, and smile yeah. and hug and kiss and all that beautiful shit. Yeah, you know, I feel like, like, no dates is a little, I mean, superficial, but it's it's also, like, it, it's important, right? Like, you, you have to go out and you have to, like, I don't yeah. know, dress up I, and I still, do all that I stuff. Still, like, I take, um, if I, well, I just recently got out of a relationship, but, you know, we didn't go out all the time, but we'd go to, you know, we'd go to the little dollar theater, we'd go out to McDonald's, and we'd sit in the car and everything and watch TV and just, you know, eat and stuff like that, like, we do stuff like that. We never really did anything like fancy, fancy. Yeah, just chilled and enjoyed each other. Yeah, like hikes, you know, going out and just remember one time we literally we went up to Cheyenne Mountain and we just sat. Just enjoyed each other's yeah. presence. Each other and nature and that's all we did though. Like we didn't even the only money we spent was on gas and, and food and water like just some snacks for the trail yeah that that that's beautiful that's that's mm -hmm. the way it should be I w do you live around mountains like was it a far I drive live in Colorado or? Now. oh hell yeah that's awesome you like it yeah i do here i'll turn on my camera here i'll show you hold on or actually you'll be able to see me right i think so yeah here I'll show i mean you. <laughs> i'll show you my view of uh of where i live right on yeah because here i mean do you know much about Canada? I live in Saskatchewan. Not much, no. Yeah, it's a. I I live like kind of right in the center. Oh, except. Oh wow. I wonder if my camera's gonna turn on too. <laughs> but yeah, like everything in Saskatchewan is just flat. It's just fields and prairies and. I gotcha. That's how it was when I lived in Kansas. Sorry, it's a little windy. Got a little bit of wind, yeah. Here, I'll just take a little picture or a little screenshot or something. I'd like the video chat. <laughs> me, I'm just going to snap a little picture of this real quick. Yeah, it sounds good. And I'll send I'll, it to I'll, you over Messenger. I'll, I'll use that picture for the, uh, for the, whatchamacallit, the, you know, the picture for the episode. Oh, oh yeah, your thumbnail. Thumbnail. That's what I'm looking for. It's not the best one because I don't have shoes on. <laughs> that's but all good. I'm I live right next. Basically, I'm I'm like right next to Cheyenne Mountain. It's probably the base of the mountain is I'd say maybe maybe five miles away. Maybe five. Oh wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, there's this little spot that I go down to, and I would go, but I don't. I didn't put my shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. But, no worries. And it's like I just I sit there, and I do. I've done meditation more too, but that's the spot I like to go. It's right behind my uh, apartment complex here, but I go sit there and just stare at the mountains because that's where I'm happy. That's and awesome. I'll, I'll do my meditation and. You know, when I'm angry or anxious or I, I don't understand why I'm feeling this way, I'll go and I'll sit and I'll, like, last night, I just sat 
and I took my shoes off and took my hand or took my hands off, <laughs> <laughs> took my gloves off, and uh, I just sat and I put my feet in the dirt and crunched it all up and I stuck my hands into the dirt and I sat there and just meditated and grounded, breathed in through my nose and out through my mouth and it's just ah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're planning on moving out uh, out west here as soon as possible. We want to get out of the prairies and go live in the mountains somewhere, be mountain people, mountain hippies. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you so, have uh, any ideas yet, like of where you want to go? Um, I don't know. Right in British Columbia, there's you have to put a license plate on the front of your vehicle, and I don't really want to do that. <laughs> so I'm thinking like right um, far west. Alberta, okay. right along the border somewhere. I don't know. We're right. we're still kind of debating it. I've got some friends that also want to move to BC. I've got a few friends in BC, so it's it's up in the air. We just want to kind of get out of the flatlands and go. Yeah, you know, I get that to the mountains well, somewhere. They they make you uh they make you have two license plates though. Probably not everywhere. Your best choice there. I'm pretty sure just about you yeah. have to have you have to have a front and back um like. There's like some schools around, like around me and stuff, like where you don't have to have one for a parking lot or some something like that. I don't okay. know. It's really weird, but most of the places here in the states you have to have two. Yeah, I just from like I've got like a kind of sporty truck, and the I just don't mm -hmm. want to drill into the front bumper to like put a license plate holder yeah. or anything on it. And I mean that's just me most being cars you know do, goofy, they, like, but. Yeah, most of them already like come with that though, but then you'll yeah. see people like that do that same thing, but they just stick it in the uh, in the windshield. Oh, you, yeah, you can do that. Just have it in the front windshield. Not technically. Oh. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. If you know, if you use your white privilege like I do with cops. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here like, you go, hey, officer. Man. Yeah, we definitely get <laughs> lucky like, with no, that. Sir, eh? I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I just broke my thing off and da 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 da. But I just didn't. I I just didn't want to fucking. I didn't want to put it up there or in my sink. Yeah, I feel you. I I got a ticket for having just one bolt in my license plate one time. Like it was it was secured well, and I, I was like oh. 16 at the time, just driving this little shit box. But I was going to SGI. It's like our you know where you get your insurance and stuff. And I was going there to do whatever, and this cop like pulled me over, and I pulled over right into the parking lot, and he gave me a hundred dollar ticket for just having one bolt in my license plate, or you know. That's crazy. That honestly sounds like he was just being an asshole. I think he was. I think he was just trying to like, yeah. I don't know, be a little bit yeah. of a wiener, but I don't know. I don't think I paid it, and I think it just went away. Hopefully. I, <laughs> like I've been pulled over many times since, and there's been never an issue so i don't know um okay i, I kind of want to get back to meditation do you do you meditate oh, okay. lots i do i well i do a lot more now yeah it's, uh, something that i at at 22 is uh or no i'm 23 now <laughs> yeah i am what you man sorry i am getting old <laughs> but i am dude. yeah i feel it yeah <laughs> i know i'm a young kid but i feel it but yes i do um uh, i have started meditating within it's been within like the past two months okay. that I actually tried it out, but it has had a significant impact in my life. Right on. It's helped me because I was just the other day actually, and I, I called my uh, I, I called a friend of mine and I called my mom and I was in tears 
And I, I told him, I was like, I've, I've found my peace. I've found my happiness. I, I know what I want to do. I know why I'm here. Like, This I was after a meditation? Yes, it was. It was. Wow. It's, it's amazing what your mind can do. It is amazing everything that you can do with your own self using just your mind. So I actually, like, I actually just hosted a live meditation um, the other day in a different group I follow, and had a like it had a really nice um, it had a really nice response. Cool. You'll have to send me a link to that. I'd like to check it out. Of course, of course. Um, do you like subscribe to any specific sort of uh, meditation practice, like Wim Hof or? Um... No, I can't I, think well, of any I other sorta, ones right now. But I sort of like I did a little research on basically how to meditate, if that makes sense. And it was stuff that I like I sort of knew, but for me, I don't have a specific practice. Or any, I mean, there probably is one for it, but I'm not doing it in um uh like in comparison to another you know to another like sort of way of doing it. i do it how I, I meditate how i want to yeah how, how it feels I, natural to you so for me like the other day i told you i i took off um i took off my shoes and my gloves and i just went and sat and put my hands in the earth mm -hmm. and i let the mother you know i let her energy you know flow through me but what i mean though is like the power of your mind you have to you have to it's not going to work for you if you're not willing to accept what's going to come right you know? like if you're trying to sort of direct it like you just have right. to let it happen so, like for a, a simple example like if you sit there and you're like well i'm gonna meditate and i'm gonna feel better and you sit down and you're like oh woosah i'm so happy now like, no, <laughs> it's not it's not gonna work like that you have to be willing to give up your strength and give up everything that you know when you meditate because I, and I didn't realize that until, like I told you, like I found, I found my peace and happiness through meditation, but it wouldn't, it didn't happen until I fully gave myself to the mother. Okay. And have you kind of been on any medication or anything for like depression or anxiety or any, any anything that you've fixed for or using psychedelics or using med uh, meditation? Um, I, I mean, I did use psychedelics like they, I did, but I, my purpose wasn't to fix my anxiety and depression and all that. It was to explore right, and learn. Like and explore in a recreational way or just, um, like explore no, your mind and explore that sort of thing. Exactly. Explore my own mind. Yeah. It's wild. The thoughts you come up with on, on psychedelics, yeah. eh? It almost feels like, I don't know, there's this kind of theory um, that our our mind is like a TV set, you know, like receiving um, right. signal, and when you die, it's just like having a broken TV, like it, the signal still goes on, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I kind of lost my train I of thought. <laughs> but like, um, I, I totally get that. So... I, the way I think about it, though, is I feel like when you use psychedelics, like if you are using them for the right reason, because I have gone too hard and I was just using it to party, you know? Yeah. And that's why I understood, like, I cannot, you know, you can't, you can, but if you want to, if you, you know, if you're actually using psychedelics to, to make things better or, or to find purpose or just to find an explanation, 
it, it, you don't you know you don't use it like that like you have right. to you have to be responsible yeah yeah it's it's a tool it's not like it's exactly. not going to do it for you but i also feel though so psychedelics like like i was saying if you're using it to to party and to have mm -hmm. fun like you're not going to go to the same place that someone like like for example like someone like me when i use psychedelics it's because i'm lost and i need right. to find my way again and yeah. i feel like you know when when you go into your trip and when you go on your journey that's not only your true self but that's where that's where everybody is we i feel like the earth is it's not like i don't want to say simulation or anything but i feel like we're at a primal state in our you know we are a primal state of human beings as humans on this earth right now you know being conscious and awake yeah i feel like when you well, psychedelic we're we're barely you. awake <laughs> exactly. it seems it like you know in the grand scheme of things you know? right like we're all so like everything's so material and mm -hmm. especially in the west how well, i shouldn't say that but like for being from the west you know being from uh, north america everything's just a game to get rich it seems like you know and just funneling money up that's to exactly what it is to the people and yeah it's that's capitalism for you yeah and and i totally see the point of capitalism and i'm i i agree with it it's just you need you need something for the people that aren't so inclined you know like it, it can't be so determined and and yeah but i also feel though because it like with the you know I'll, I'll bring it to the government but i'm not like i'm not like getting into that whole thing because mm -hmm. i know they're fucked up yeah they're hiding stuff yeah corruption and, is but, the worst but people you know if you in the government and stuff and the way that things have been ran there is a reason you know there's a reason why they made you know lsd and mdma and everything like that there's a reason why they made it illegal and made mm -hmm. it a, what, a, a class three felony or, or class one or whatever yeah schedule one but there's a reason schedule, a schedule one yeah. yes yeah how there's but no there's medical benefit and I like, feel like you know i feel like if they gave it to, you know if they gave people the access you know the ability to access these deeper parts of their mind i feel like they're scared because oh definitely they're I scared of losing control like they're scared that's why they've you know that's why they you know ban this stuff mm -hmm. but they know what's going you know they know what can happen they know what's going to happen mm -hmm. yeah because why they got rid of everything yeah definitely like it's it's a war on consciousness not not actually a war on drugs you, you know if you send you know even a thousand conscious beings you know into a into a government state like you know knowing what they want to do like they're gonna they're gonna be scared mm -hmm. that's why though because as soon as that happens when i feel like when every you know when everybody decides to you know open their minds and become conscious then the government will shut down there won't be a government yeah or at least like a a very reduced government where it's just like yeah yeah or, there's so much wasted money within it it's so weird mm -hmm. it's it's all but it's like you just said it's all a game to get rich mm -hmm. that's what it's looked at yeah or that's how it is looked at yeah it's just it's, like i mean that's how america was built with you know capitalism and monopolies yeah yeah like you talk to somebody oh what do you do like it, it's instantly goes to kind of a way to judge you off of your occupation you know like how much money yeah. you make and all that sort of stuff and nobody ever says 
you know, are you happy? <laughs> you know, what do you do for fun? Yeah. You know, it's always like, oh, what do you do? Like, what do you do for work? What do you, what's your career? It's never yeah. like, are you happy? Are you, do you enjoy life? You know, <laughs> it's weird. Right. Because a lot of people would say no, I like, think. Those are the loaded questions that people don't ask, though, mm -hmm. because they're scared to ask them to themselves. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Because, again, you look inward and a lot of the time it'll be no. Because you're spending all your time at work or you're spending, mm -hmm. you know, not enough time with your family. Or... Meditation, um, meditation has helped me look at it that way. Because, like you just, you know, like you're just saying, I look at it like how, how I looked at it. I was like, you know, I, I just, you know, I realize I'm not happy. I don't want to be here. Like mm -hmm. right now I sleep on the floor in the back half of, an, you know, in the back half of a living room because this is all I can afford right now. And no, I don't want to sleep on the floor. I want my own house. I want my own bed. Mm -hmm. But I've realized that I've realized that I want more for myself. And I've, I've realized that with the help of psychedelics and meditation. Yeah, you're not as, I don't know, content or whatever. I'm not, I'm just... as, I'm not as attacked anymore. Yeah. There was okay. a point in my life where I looked at, well, the world just fucking hates me. Like, I, I've been told, like, by a couple of different people, because, you know, I do know that, like, a lot of the stuff that's happened to me as far as being homeless and, you know, having uh, an alcohol addiction, having a drug addiction, I'm a recovering drug addict, too. Well, a recovered drug addict. Right. And that that's that takes a lot. Like, proud of you, man. That's 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 great. I'm, I'm glad you're doing better. I, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. No, that's that that does take a lot to. I mean, like, especially in a world where once you're down, it just keeps kicking you down. You know, like it. it exactly. It's. And yeah, right I'm. Is where a lot of my depression, anxiety, bipolar, like all of that. That's where all of that came from. Because I'm just like, oh well. Do I need to act like this? Because so, I, I, mm -hmm. I was basically, well, I was finding myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't know what, what was happening. I just thought I was getting a fucking, just an unlucky hand. Yeah. And I've been told, like, I've been, my like, my mom, um, a couple of my friends, you know, a couple of my friends, you know, I've told them my story. And they're like, well, damn, you really, you really did get, you know, get a rough draw. But I'm also like, well, on top of that, too, like, yes, there are some things that happened out of my control. But a lot of things that did happen were because of me. And right. I had to realize it. Yeah. Look within and kind of see right. what, what what the issues are. And, like, what, what I've noticed is, like, the way I react to things is very poor sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm an idiot a lot of the time. And just, like, Maybe. looking back on interactions, especially when I'm tripping, when I'm – the one thing that I notice best about, like, LSD is when I'm tripping, I look at everything that I've said to my daughter, you know, and just like, yeah. it, it like sort of like flips the script and I can see almost from her point of view, like how I'm acting and like whether I'm overreacting yeah. and all that. And it's just, it's so helpful. Yeah. You know, you, you can't see the wrong in what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're not going to change exactly. it. But if you see a mirror and you see exactly what you're doing, you're going to be like, Oh, I suck, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's exactly what I mean. It yeah. helps you realize, it helps you realize, like, like I said, if you, you, if you use this, you know, if you use these for the right reasons, it will help you find where, you know, where you need to be, and it will help you understand 
why I think, you know, if, if you're, even if you have a great life or you say you have a great life, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not happy with yourself, this helps you find, you know, figure out those reasons, but you have to be willing to, like I was saying with meditating, you have to be willing to let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's all about intention too. Like, you just, yeah. do you, do you want to like actually, is, is it a goal of yours to grow? Or are you just right. saying that and sort of like, I don't know, expecting the world to do it for you? Like I, I had a really bad back and like I, I legs and like everything just just tight and I sort of like almost like wanted something to be wrong so that it wasn't my fault, you know. But I get that now. I'm like using psychedelics to like stretch and open up. Like I, I find LSD is very good for like doing yoga yes and like just like finding those muscles and like man i don't know if i ever have as good balance as when i'm tripping like it's like i'm so in tune with each little muscle and everything it's just it so have well have you microdosed um not really uh mushrooms a little bit i think i did like three days of making a smoothie with a little bit of psilocybin well i was just gonna say like i know this is your show and everything i was just gonna say like with uh because I, I do yoga too i've sort of been slacking off a little bit mm-hmm. but micro dosing like even just with like a quarter maybe a half of a sheet or something like that and doing yoga instead of like full on you know full on going on a journey yeah and sending yourself there but micro dosing with with meditation and yoga is very has helped me out a lot yeah that's in my case though that's not everybody no i what what I like about meditating on psychedelics is it it seems like a cheat code almost, you know, like I can yeah. sort of get into that mindset so much easier and like just be in the moment instead of sort of having my mind wander and all this sort of stuff. Exactly. Um, I do have that problem like when I'm sober, but like I, you know, like I, like again, I don't remember it up again, but like, you have to do it for the right reason. Yeah, and it's a like, discipline, like you, right? Well, like, like you said, it's your intention. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a discipline, and then like psychedelics are sort of the cheat code. <laughs> you know, you you take that, and then it sort of like at least eases you into it a little more. I I don't I, I I've tried meditating a few times, and I I just mm-hmm. I need to learn to do it better. You know, I need to put in the time and like yeah. the the you know practice it and. Yeah feel myself yeah, and more and see what practice. works better it did take me a while to uh it did take me a while to learn mm-hmm. how to meditate but like i said i did use you know i i do use other meditation tactics you know the way in my meditation but i still do it like i don't have i have like i have the fin way you know right that's how i do it not and it's not going to work for everybody else but it works for me well nothing is for everybody you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I like that saying just, just because like literally nothing in the world will make everybody happy, you know, because, right. you know, you might love music, but you hate country music or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not, not country music in general, but you know, that was just an example or like you love movies, but you can't stand like comedy movies. They make you cringe or something, you know, like there's always, there's beauty in diversity you know that's 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 what i love about this world is that there's so many different cultures and there's so much even religions there's so many different religions there's so much good that we can take just from 
like the good parts of those individual religions and like what we should be yeah. doing now since we have like worldwide communication is we should be taking all the best parts of all the best civilizations and you know ideologies and philosophies and just like put them all together and that's what like a perfect world would be right it's i i don't know i kind of i kind of disagree with that okay so i feel like on my view of religion because i'm not religious but i feel like yes you know i do feel that there are higher beings than us i do feel like there are gods and you know these gods that people pray to but i don't feel like because if you look at it have you know have you been have you been to church or anything like that i have been what what i'm more like i'm not religious i'm you know, I'll, uh -huh. I'm spirit, spiritual, you know, like we all like yeah. to say. But what I more so meant was like, you know, the golden rule, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. And like, right. there, like there's lessons within each um, religion that is yeah. good. I'm not talking like the gods within it or like that sort of thing. Like, right, right, right. No, I just I mean the lessons and what we can take from, you know, those experiences and history and, you know, take the good, leave the bad. Right. And, and but, okay, so what I was, what I was saying, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel like they are all already together. But, oh, okay, people, I like, see. All of, all of these people you know all of these people like you, you know and you know who i mean like your bible thumpers and yeah. people are like oh well if you don't do this you, you know this is gonna happen you're like, a sinner gonna yeah like, you're gonna go to hell yeah yeah like no that's that's not the case i feel like it has been separated by these closed-minded people right but they're clever and they know how to talk so they got followers yeah like and manipulation and separated. control right yeah and that's that's what this world was built on right well where we are at now is control manipulation and getting what you want not what's best for everybody else. yeah yeah exactly it's very individual like for whatever reason everything just like just went dog eat dog very fast <laughs> you know because like it used to be about you know your culture and and you know your where you're yeah, from and all that stuff but now it's like sh like a, a state or a province can't even get along let alone a country let alone you know like we're all just bickering back and forth about dumb stuff that doesn't really matter you yeah. know like like everybody like everybody wants to be the big dog yeah everybody wants um, control I mean, to use a very very not like a to use a very like overused like phrase but there, you know, there's too many chiefs and not enough Indians. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. Everybody just wants their, everybody wants to be king. Yeah. And like, exactly. I don't know. We all, I I just want to be happy, you know. <laughs> I just yeah, want, I just. That's where I'm at. Like, I don't care anymore, you know. Like, I do care, you know. I I do care about the world. I do mm -hmm. care about people. I do want to help, but. It's not my position, you know, it's not my job, it's not my position to try and, and you know, quote-unquote fix everything. No, because totally. I can't do that by myself. Like, I can help, right? but I can't do that by myself. It's going to be based upon on people coming together exactly. and putting their views aside and putting their egos aside and putting that, that fucking, you know, I want to be king mentality aside and connect. Yeah. Yeah, like, we need to... Be able to, like, look at our neighbors and, you know, be happy.
that they're doing good or like if they're not doing good you know help them out if we if we're in the position to help them out and you know like be just be like better to each other instead of just trying to you know start a company and then just bleed everybody dry you know like how much can we sell this for to make max profit and then can we take our jobs away from being local and ship them overseas so that we only pay cents on the dollar you know like it's it's all this just scheme it's just a big scheme and i i don't like it (laughs) i don't either man like i'm glad that those people have jobs i'm not against that by any means it's just like if you're gonna send the work out there pay them you know like but also like in another sense too though but if you know if you're gonna sit there like and and, let's see so you know i like you said i you know if you have a job you know you're working and everything cool but if you sit there and you stay at the same job and you hate it and but you do that because you feel like that's the only thing you have or you you know you just don't do that all and and you know you be a beggar Mm -hmm. like that's that's where the mistake is because you're like oh well it's done you know it's done and over with for me like i can't do anything else this is all i got like, yeah there's always just like giving there's up always better things out there yeah no matter what situation you're in there's always something better yeah and that's where i'm sort of at with this whole construction thing like i just feel like i'm not supposed to be there anymore if that makes sense you know like i yeah. i sort i i found my place after high school and i sort of like i don't know i resonated with those people because that's sort of the people that I went to school with in a way, you know, the conservative, um, yeah. you know, I'll just also say like you're making them big, you know, big fucking bucks. So that probably yeah. you know, helped out a lot too. <laughs> yeah. So it like, I don't know. I'm just sort of, I feel like that's part of my past and I'm trying to get out of it. And I don't know. Yeah. I, fe- I feel like, like I just needed to start this podcast. Just see what else, you know, is out there. Yeah. And like, well, if I can't with that though, like, you're going to be the only person that changes that. You're the only person that can move yourself forward. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, you're the you're the camera, you're the director, you're the actor, you're you're like every part of your movie, you know? And yeah. you have to exactly. you make the story. What do you want to do? Do you want to you know, after work, do you want to just sit and hang out and, you know, sort of enjoy the little time you have or do you want to you know, put that time to use and yeah. you know later then you can relax or you know it's yeah. it's our that's story what, you know and what i had to do like that's where we'll end it for part one thanks to finn for talking to me and sharing his experiences make sure to check out part two of the conversation thanks for listening ciao for now